This episode of Bulls in the Ring is brought to you by Garrett Graphics. Garrett Graphics is a design company aimed at everything from business branding to logos. If you're planning a party, a baby shower, or even just a car to say hello, Garrett Graphics is the site that you need in your life. Want to create a t-shirt saying how much you love beer? They can do that too. They're affordable and all purchases are immediately available for download after you pay. For all inquiries, please contact Ashley on the Garrett Graphics Etsy page or on our Instagram page at Garrett Graphics INC. That's G-A-R-R-E-T-T-Graphics-I-N-C. I'm good. I'm uh, I'm 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 still uh, I'm still on uh, cloud nine after last uh, last podcast we had. It was what I consider my uh, my best one yet. I I thought we knocked your best one. one? It's a tag team, my friend. Uh, that's true. We we knocked it out of the park right. with a huge. Actually, we might have been on base. The one who hit it out of the park was uh, Candace Harbin. She did an amazing job. So big shout out to her. Right. So, like I said, I'm very proud of that. Ready to go for this one. Ready to muscle on through. Yes. Yes. Okay. Wonderful. <laughs> <laughs> what are you smoking tonight? Oh, uh, I am smoking a uh, Padron. Padron. I'm smoking a Padron. It's one of my favorites when I can afford it. It's not that much. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till you have kids. <laughs> oh, listen. <laughs> Uh, that's what I'm smoking. What are you smoking? I am smoking an acid, a uh, Kuba Kuba. It is delicious. Can't wait to uh, get in there and muscle it down. Wonderful. I'm also drinking Oktoberfest in celebration of fall. Yes. Uh, again, maybe my favorite Oktoberfest, but not my favorite fall beer. Not my. Like not I said, we, we, we've we've talked about it. We love it. It's our for many years. It favorites. was it was my favorite, and then oh, I absolutely. got introduced to um, Shipyard uh, Pumpkinhead, and that 
leapfrogged over, and yes. now this is my close second favorite beer of the fall season. If ship if shipyards out there, they they ought to come to us because I've been promoting the shit out of them at work. People all at work are you know, everyone knows I like drinking beer, and everyone's like you know, what do you drink? Yada yada yada. Throw a little Seinfeld in there, and um, I say this is my favorite time for beer because mm-hmm. it's such a it has such Ugh. good flavors. Joe's a little burpy right now. Yes. So thank you there, uh, Jim Cook, for making Joe gassy. But um, this is my favorite time for beer. It's, to me, the best flavors out there. And I've been promoting the shit out of uh, Shipyard and the Pumpkinhead. And I will thank you for that because you were the one who got me on it. And it has... You're very welcome. It You're is... very welcome. It is excellent. Like I said, last year, it, to me... It tasted a little more pumpkin-y. This year, it's a little more pumpkin pie for me. But that's just my taste, and I think it's a fantastic beer, and I can't wait for Sunday to crack one open when I'm watching the game. Me too. Why so, don't you crack it open right I'm now? I'm going to crack one open right now. There we go. But, um, All right. Right now, we are uh, we're in the midst of football. We are. Very big, uh, very big time. We have our uh, picks coming out. We have a, uh, you know... We're going very strong into this, but uh, there were some funny things. And last week we weren't able to really talk about it because we did have our interview again with the lovely Candace Harbin, who was able to give us a full episode, which was excellent on her behalf. So we thank her again, throwing that out. Shout outs to her. Follow her on Instagram and Twitter and everything else. But um, last week, calm <laughs> down, very, Tom. I <laughs> can't help it. Can't help it. Um, but last week. There was a little bit of uh, it's caught in the chair. <laughs> see, that's what you get for making fun of me, you son of a gun. My dog got caught. Yep. But uh, last week there was a little bit of a controversy within the uh, Bills organization. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what a way to go. Yeah. <laughs> go out on top, win a Super Bowl, catch a winning touchdown. No, nope, no. Nope. I'm gonna retire at halftime. What do you think went through Vontae Davis's mind when he just, at, like, you know, he was. He, didn't, he probably didn't decide it at the beginning of the game. Like, you know, during the second quarter, he's probably like, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah. Fuck this. <laughs> fuck this team. Yeah. Fuck, I'm getting, football, I'm fuck getting, the NFL. I'm getting my balls beat in for fucking nothing. Now, do you think he tore anybody? Or do, you think, do you think he did, like, an Irish goodbye and just I, said, like, fuck it? <laughs> from, from the reports, he did an Irish goodbye. He was just like. Really? You know, they're like, where's Vontae? Yeah. Oh, Vontae's gone, yeah. man. <laughs> we got to run our 3-4 defense. Where is he? Yeah. No, he's gone. <laughs> Vontae, no, he was in the bathroom. No, he uh, he left. He's. <laughs> He's in his car right now. He's running highway. through Port Jervis. And people are yelling on the bus where he is. He, he I would just love to know what's going through his mind. Where he was just probably like sitting in the locker room. He's like, I'm going to do it. Fuck it. I'm going to do it. He probably told the guy next to him. The guy's like, bullshit. You're yeah. going to do it. You ain't got the balls to do that. <laughs> he, probably, he probably told Sean McCoy. He's like, yo, man, I'm out of here. He's like, fuck that. You yeah. ain't going nowhere. Watch me. And probably just fucking left. You know what he probably did? He probably bet like every player like five grand. I ain't gonna leave at halftime. And now he's they're like, yeah, I'll put money on that. Like, yeah, I got my salary now for the rest of the season. Yeah. All I had to start was a game and a half, and I'm out. He got his. He got his bonus. Man, I mean, you know what though? I mean, he had a he had a good career, but I mean, the fact that you are. Willing to throw away millions of dollars because your team's just terrible. And I can't blame him because look who they were starting at quarterback. 
this Peterman guy who was just, I mean, you could have gotten like an armless guy to be a better quarterback. Than yeah, him, uh, the Bills are terrible. You got to feel bad for that franchise where in the early 90s they were almost unstoppable, mm-hmm. and now it's just like they're, with the exception of 2016, they kind of just kind of done nothing. Yeah, they've been much. they've been just terrible. Yeah, that's like where players go to die, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he could technically qualify for dumbass of the, of the week, but I think it's such a funny <laughs> yeah. story that he bypasses that. <laughs> well, do you want to be on the worst team in the league? I mean, no, I guess not. Like, so I, he might be the smart ass of the week to get the fuck out I, while the getting was good. I guess so. I mean, you're uh, playing in Buffalo. The, the the perk of Buffalo is that they have buffalo wings. I mean, other than that, you you have snow, you have a terrible football team. Your hockey team ain't good. I mean, to me, it's almost like, hey, you know what? This ain't, this ain't a bad idea just to be like, fuck it, retire. He's going to go across the pond and play for uh, the Toronto yeah. Argonauts. <laughs> <laughs> guarantee, I guarantee he's going to. He's, he's done. He's, you know, he is now earned himself. He is going to be a trivia question for years now. Oh, absolutely. Not now, not next year, when the cup five years from now. He is, without a doubt, going to be a trivia question all around the globe. Oh, absolutely. And you know who will not give a good answer on it will probably be the guy from Pennings. Speaking of which, <laughs> he, that guy is now gone. I don't believe it. No, he's really got, According to Big Papa and uh, your cousin, he um, they, had a, uh, they made an announcement that he has left for bigger and better things. So you are free now to come back to the establishment where we had trivia. I might have to send a spy in there just to just to confirm. No, I'm telling. Why would I lie to you? He's really gone. You're not lying to me. That devious one there, Big Papa, might be able to try to just bamboozle me to get back in there. And because I I made a firm stance on the. Hold on, hold on. I personally asked the bartender, and uh, she told me where he went, and it's legit. It is legit. So you can come back now. Is it the land of misfit trivia questions? No, he oh, actually. I don't want to. I don't want to say this guy's name, but he he is doing what he loves. Being terrible at trivia questions. <laughs> no. Oh, okay. He's, he's no. <laughs> leave him alone. All right. But yeah, you can come back now. Okay. So I, well, I anticipate your return. To I'll send trivia. the drone in there from the Shoprite uh, parking lot to see if he's to. in there. You don't, yeah, my I'm eyes. Fly baby. one right in there and then fly him out and yeah, just okay. confirm. All right. Because well, I don't like to be duped. <laughs> Tom does not like being duped. Right, but uh, so uh, yeah, we're we're talking about football. So let's move on to our football picks. So before I get to that, let's run over the uh, the records going into this week. The guests are eight and seven. Uh, I am seven and eight, and Tom is seven, six, and one. So I guess that means uh, the guests would be in first. Tom is kind of in first, close second, and I am dead last. But that's going to change this week because I'm very confident about uh, my picks. Um, my wife was supposed to do the picks this week, but she is now ill. So, uh, since we didn't have time to find someone else, I'm just going to kind of go over her picks. Some questionable ones in here. Uh, we got the Dolphins over the Patriots, which is a pretty good pick because the Dolphins are on a roll. The Bills over Packers. The Saints over the Giants, which I'm not very happy about. I asked her why she's doing that, and she said the Giants suck. <laughs> the Steelers over the Ravens, and for Mon- and uh, then the Broncos over the Chiefs in the Monday Night Football game. Uh, Tom, I'm just going to run through yours really fast. Uh, we got the Packers over the Bills, Chargers over the 49ers, Steelers over the Ravens, Chiefs over the Broncos, and Seahawks over the Cards. Those are Tom's picks. 
And then uh, my picks. We got the Eagles over Ra Sorry, Eagles over the Titans. Bengals over the Falcons. Seahawks over the Cardinals. Steelers over the Ravens. And the Chiefs over the Broncos. All right, so that's uh, that's our football picks for the week. Yes, and with the season getting into now week four, one thing is coming back, and it just it warms the cockles of my heart. Oh God! In the infamous words of uh, Dennis, there, the king, Who? the king will understand. The king will understand. No, you got to do shit that people that are listening to understand. Not inside jokes between you and the fucking king. Why, why, do you, why, do you, why do you have such a... Because I'm pissed off that he fucking took your side in that goddamn King's Court a couple weeks ago. He did take my side? No, he, of course he did, and I might cancel it. I might cancel holding court with the King. I, I, I don't think you should. People out there, you sign a petition against I Joe am, for doing that. I am the producer of this show. <laughs> I am the producer. I say what goes and what, what That's doesn't That's true. Go. I, have, I have no fucking <laughs> saying the, the, the no, whole... I'm uh, not going to cancel it. I think, I think it's a no, big hit. The so. cockle... The co <laughs> that comes from an old Dennis Leary uh, skit. Oh, asshole? Yeah. And ah. me, funny story behind that. Way back in the day, when me and the king were in... When he was still a prince at that point. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we, were, we, were, we were going skiing every weekend, and my dad would have the pickup truck, and we would throw our skis in the bag, and instead of driving in the, the cab like normal fucking human beings, we were jerk-offs in like... 23 degree weather to sit in the back of a pickup truck which at this point in time again this was the late 80s early 90s when parents didn't give a fuck what happened to their kids and kids didn't give a fuck the about being days, safe the yeah, yeah when when we weren't pussified but um me and the king would or the prince at that time <laughs> would sit in the back and we would sing songs so we would sing at the top of our lungs and one of the main songs we sung was um i'm an asshole Great song. Great song. And so that's where that saying comes from. So you are now... Uh... I walk around in the summertime saying, how about this heat? <laughs> My is, favorite line of that whole that, song. It is such a great, a great fucking song. Fucking asshole thing to say. <laughs> but like I said, that that was one thing that me and the king uh, used to do. So you that's... really went off track. What the fuck's coming back? <laughs> um, all right, let's 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 swing this back around. <laughs> we really went um, off. Talking about the goddamn king. But what's back now? is hockey. Hockey is back. I'm pumped. I'm excited. Um, I'm an Islander fan, so that's kind of shocking that I would say that. But um yeah. I, I kinda have some I kinda have some uh good feelings about this year. Even though we you know we did lose uh the trader. Tom, I'm gonna cut you off right there. Okay. I'm gonna cut you off right there. Every fucking year you say the same thing. I have a good feeling about this year. Last year you had a good feeling about this year. The year before you had a good feeling about this year. The year before that you had a good feeling about this year. I don't follow hockey as much as our crew does. But even I know that you say this every year, and they maybe you should say, you know what, I got a bad feeling about this year because maybe they'll make the playoffs that year. Hey, we've made the playoffs, uh, what, like three out of the last five years? Okay, but they didn't really go any. We, we made it to the second round, which is big for us. Like, all right. Listen, Touché. I, I, am, I am a optimistic fan. But you do I, say it all the time. So maybe you should kind of reverse that. I can't. It, it, I love I love football. Listen, I love football. I love my Steelers. I like watching. It's a great game, but the accessibility to go to Pittsburgh is not really in the uh, realm of possibility. 
I mean, last time you you actually sent me a text a few weeks six ago. Six years ago. This, six years ago. Uh, last week. Yes, we were uh, week two against the Jets in 2012, and uh, I believe they won. We had a good time. Yeah, it was an excellent time. We had a very good time that yes. weekend. Yes, it was an excellent weekend. Yeah. Story for another time. That's but, when me and you got into the into the brawl. Yes, the so there was a brawl. But um, I beat the shit out of him. That's a lie. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, Joe cannot tell the truth. His nose I, is growing. I beat the fucking piss out of him. Joe is gro- Joe's nose is growing bigger than his penis, and right now it's at about two inches. <laughs> <laughs> You're a fuck. <laughs> I keep um, but uh, listen, I'm an optimistic fan. I'll always be God that bless way. You for that. Yeah, I, listen. I have some good teams, and I got some bad teams, and. I'll always support my bad teams. Okay. I will always support them. I may not watch them. I may not... Actually, last year... I'm not going to lie. Last year, I zoned out of the Islanders. I really did. They're my team. But I... Honestly, by, like, December, they were just... They were they were not good. I zoned out. I'm going to come back into this season full force, see what they can do. They made a few good... Tra- uh, trades, few good, you know, pickups. So I'll be openly optimistic. How, how are your devils looking in your uh, honest opinion? My devils? Your devils. Oh, I don't fucking know. You satanic motherfucker. <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't again, I don't follow hockey. I don't. I, and I feel I, I I'm sorry. I, I really I really don't. I, I don't I don't really know who's who. You didn't pick up. You you, you no. haven't watched any of the the draft, no. any of the no, right. I don't. I, I'm a casual hockey fan. Really? See, I I'm would a consider. Fan. I would say the same thing for baseball. Football, for love it. Baseball, love it. Basketball, I like watching the draft. I like seeing how the bull. I'm like with you with the with the Bulls. I'll follow for the first two months, and then they just shit the bed, and then I just completely stop watching or paying okay. attention. So the Bulls are. I love to the you. Bulls. The Bulls to you are my Mets. I love the Mets, but. If they're just doing terrible, I just... Yeah, you could say that. Like, I really... Basketball, I was so into in the 90s. Like, even... I would say from 91 to, like, 99. Even after Jordan retired, I start, I'm like, all right, I'm going to still stick with them. And they were fucking horrendous because everyone just left. And then I kind of fell off. And then maybe about, like, 10 years ago, I sort of got back on the... Tra- maybe it wasn't 10 years ago. It was probably less than that. They had a great series, and the, they made the playoffs for the first time in years. They had a phenomenal series against the Boston Celtics, who at the time were like, they were the team. That was at the Kevin Garnett, Rondo, yeah, and they, Paul I think they, Pierce, they went, to se- they went to seven games, and I think like four out of those seven games went to like double overtime. Oh, and yeah. it was a great series. They lost, but they gave the, they gave the Celtics a run for their money. And then they got Derrick Rose and Jimmy Butler, and I started really, really getting into it. I knew all the players on the team. It was like 93 all over again for me. Okay. And then they got rid of everybody again. <laughs> and I, I'm starting to kind of fall off. Now I'm back in the spot where I just don't know a single person on the team, and i got to have to really kind of get back into it. And See, for basketball, it's weird for me. I'm a... Uh... I used to love basketball. That's all I cared about. I played basketball in, in grade school. After school, we would play for hours. We'd go up to uh, the cousin's house. We would play here. Basketball was everything because that was the only thing that they, they had for athletics in our school. 
So basketball was it. I knew every player on every team. I, I, I like, it, it was everything. Once Charles Barkley retired, I was like, I'm kind of, I didn't done with basketball. But from watching sports and reading the paper and things along those lines, I still know where players are, who people are, things like that. Right. But I, I have not watched a, a full basketball game and probably we are looking at probably 97 so almost 21 really? years yeah my the last were, when i first met you many 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 eons ago you were an enormous phoenix suns fan yes he, still still that's my team yeah. they're doing good but they have not done good they've not done good well, for no, many I'm years gonna, i'm going to dispute you on that cuz i remember you being a big fan of um Oh, man, who was the guy who was on the Suns after the whole Barkley era? Amari? No. Sean Marion? Ma- I think it was Marion. Mar- I like Marion. You had Kevin or uh, Steve Nash. You had Steve Nash. That's Steve Nash was. was, yeah. I mean, I, I still followed them, but, yeah. like, out of the four major sports, basketball went to the back burner. Mm-hmm. And then, like I said, soccer kind of moved past basketball where I, I regularly watch soccer now. Right, okay. Things along those lines. I mean, I will keep count of where the, the Suns are, but they're just so bad that they've kinda they've kinda just They had a resurgence not too long. Maybe like they had a few they had a few good years and then now they've they've regressed again. Right. I mean yeah, well. they they got Shaq for a little bit. They 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 had some good pieces there. They were a little bit in the playoffs but they did have Shaq there they did for have a minute, Shaq. didn't they? That was mm-hmm. at the tail end of his career, though. Yeah. No, I mean, listen. You throw a guy who's seven foot three. That's who's like got... when Clyde Drexler went to uh, the Rockets. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, that was that was Barkley, Elijah Wan, and that was him. a good team too. That was yeah. yeah they just, Dre- they Drexler could... just wanted a fucking ring at that point. He's yeah. like, get me off the damn Blazers. <laughs> yeah. He was no Kiki Vandewey. No. <laughs> Throwing that out for Mister X right there. Right now, right now he's sitting at home like. Oh, they, they talked about him. Mr. X was a huge Portland Trailblazers fan. Yes. When I, when I knew him in the early 90s, I remember he was a big... Uh, I think when I first met him was around the time the Bulls and the Blazers were in the, were in the championship together. Yep. Yeah. So, but yeah, that that's the extent of my uh, basketball thing. But basketball is, is fourth burner. Right now, third burner would have to be the Mets. And we've, we've had some... Uh, we've had some... I guess you could, and you're a Yankee fan. You have to admit, you have to admit, this is a little bit of a sad news. Um, David Wright played his last game. You know what's funny is that I didn't even know he was still, uh, and this is maybe because I just don't really pay attention to Terrible teams. <laughs> yeah, that too. But, and I was talking to my dad, and he's like, yeah, it's the first time he's playing in like two and a half years. I'm like, I didn't even know he was still playing. And I look back, he was injured all this year, all of last year, yep. all the year before, and oh, half the season. Yeah, he played like 30-some games I mean, or something you like talk, that. I, and I feel bad, that guy... I mean, he you got a hand to him. The guy's got heart. He plugged along. No, listen, I, I was as much... I don't I don't care about the Mets because they're just not important to me. Like, I know there's a lot of Yankee fans who hate the Mets. I don't care about them. I really don't care Let's about them. Let's put it this way. The Mets have never done anything to the Yankees, nor have the Yankees done anything to the Mets. They're just in the same city. If they yes. were in the same city, there'd be no rivalry. No. Um, so I didn't, I didn't even know he was still like on the roster, and apparently he's come, He's, I guess at this point he came back for mm-hmm. one game. Uh, and, uh, yeah, you know, and, and God bless the he. I like David Wright. 
out of all that that whole Mets team, and, and I think he was like that. He was an the, all American of that kid. franchise. Yeah, and I, I liked him a lot. And, and I'm sad his career kind of is always going to be remembered as him being hurt a lot. Yeah, because I think he definitely deserves more than that. So, oh, honestly, know, if, if, good he for you, dude. Uh, if he didn't get hurt, I think he could have been a an exceptional player. I mean, he had he had right, a ton yeah. of home runs. He was no pun intended. <laughs> yeah. He had a ton of home runs. He was able to steal bases, you know, when he was young. He was decent at the field. I mean, I'm we're not going to say he was fucking a Golden Glove guy for, you know, the extent of it. No, his defense wasn't that good, but I mean, but, it was it was decent. It, it was decent. It wasn't yeah. great, yeah. I mean, for playing a, a corner. Third but, base is hard to play. Yeah. But he definitely... I would say, especially fucking in the past, since he since he came on the team and fuck Mike Piazza, just throwing that out there, he was the face face of the franchise. I, Him well, and Jose. Was, well, no, Piazza was before David Wright. No, they they played. They I think they Maybe played like together. a year together. But yeah, they played. A, no, they might have played a few years. I don't think so. I but, think David Wright was was a little after Piazza. But fuck Mike Piazza. You know, I, I don't care. No, I, 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 I like Piazza. Fuck him. One of the greatest things I've ever seen was when uh, he got beamed in the head and he was lying like a little bitch on the ground. <laughs> I was at that game and it was fucking amazing. No, I never no. cheered for the Yankees so much as that game. Um, I was at a Yankee <laughs> Mets um, Subway Series. I believe it was 98. 98. I, it was in Shea, the old Shea Stadium. Maybe it wasn't 98. I could be wrong. He came out to um, um, for, for who the. Uh, for who the, the bell tolls? Yeah, I can't, I, I'm, I've had a couple Oktoberfests, excuse me. And it was like one of the coolest things I've ever seen. Just him coming up to bat to that song. I, I always thought that was really cool. He was like a big metal guy, and I just, I always liked that. Yeah. And he, I, look, I know you hate him because he, he, you know, everyone thinks of him as the best catcher for the Mets over your... Which he was never was. R.I.P. Gary Carter, you're the best. But... Fuck him. In that period, he was... He was the guy. He was like, with the exception of Derry Jeter, he was pretty much like the face of, of New York baseball. And I, I, I don't know. I like him a lot too. And then, yeah, I don't know where I was going with this. Uh, I just, I just went on. Do you angry hate time. him because he's a catcher? Like, if he played first base, would you hate him as much? Probably not. I just don't like the fact that the media sat there and. And threw him out as like this messiah. You know what? Mets baseball. I, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna take your side actually about this because I kind of feel the same way about. And there was at least a decade. Tito. Yeah. Okay. Tino Martinez because he replaced Mattingly and I always and I like Tino Martinez but there's always that part of me that's like you fuck like you took his spot. Yeah. And Mattingly, if Mattingly decided to keep playing, they would have never got Tino Martinez. So it's not his fault. But just the fact that he took Manley's spot, and there's a part of me that always resented him for that. So, I can see where you're coming from, but there's been other catchers after Carter and before Piazza. Oh, I think absolutely. there's been a few of them. Oh, yeah, yeah. There, there was a ton. Um, but the thing that bothered me was, you look at Carter. You look at that. We'll, we'll throw it out there. The 8016. Bunch of fucking juvenile delinquents. I mean, these were a bunch of sociopaths. They, 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 made, they made Zach Morris look like a fucking... Kindergarten. Oh, don't get me fucking started on that because you. (laughs) We're not talking about Zach Morris. You fucking went against me that whole situation. He made. Gary Carter made that team. At least semi like respectable. He was. He was that. He was 
the picture perfect guy, always smiling, always happy, never got down. Mm-hmm. You know, he was always there for the media. He was an all-around general great guy. Well, because he was the only one on the team that wasn't high as fuck. Well, that's exactly what it was. <laughs> they had to put him out he there. He was a family man. He was, <laughs> Strawberry he was, a, was high on coke. Yeah, he was a great guy. And then, like I said, you didn't have anything. And then they brought Piazza in, and Piazza became this the face of the franchise, this this almighty Tom, savior. And they had no one else to really be that face in that time period. Who else? Uh, Alfonso? No, well, uh, who was the... Uh, Franco. Yeah. Franco was like... Was he was, uh, but uh, Franco, Franco was a bad. hometown guy. Okay. You know, that, that, so he kind of had a little bit there. And he was a great pitcher, don't don't get me wrong. Right. But they, 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 they thrust Piazza in there. I mean, they because threw... Piazza was an all-star. I get that. And he but... came from the Dodgers where he was phenomenal. So, of course, when he comes to a team like the Mets, where it's almost like putting a... You have a, you have a fish like tank taking... at home. You have a fish tank at home and it's filled with goldfish. And you t- and you and Piazza was like a... The catfish you just threw in the... Like, you pay attention to the catfish. Because the goldfish are just... Everyone's the same with the goldfish. But now you have a catfish in the tank. You don't give a shit what the goldfish do. You have the catfish in the tank now. Is that try? I'm trying to like I get make that. a. But you know what? Before that, there was a guppy in the fucking water, and that was Carter, and he was the king <laughs> shit. And but that was in the '80s. And and it's like they sat there and they were like, at a catcher's, he's like as soon as he got on the team, he's the best catcher the Mets have ever had. He was, and it's like they almost well, kind of New York they, media. They, that's what bothered me. They kind of like took Carter, and they were like, eh, we'll push him over here. Okay, and, and I see. And that's I'm, what I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut you off. I see again. I'm gonna. I'm gonna kind of. I see where you're coming from because I felt the same way a little bit. Not about Tino Martinez, but Derek Jeter. Manley was the captain, and then Jeter comes along, and no one cares about Manley anymore. There you go. There you go. But, but, and I hated Jeter for the first couple years of him being on the Yankees because he took away the attention from everything else. Yes. But over time, I appreciated him, and I got. And I kind of said to myself, you know what? This guy's a Yankee through and through, and he's a shortstop as opposed to a first baseman. So I can kind of he had a little bit that. more. And he had a little has bit a more. legacy with the Yankees that's never going to be tainted. He's he's beloved in New York, and I think Gary Carter is too. Oh, I so as much as so as good as Piazza was as as much as he was the face in the late nineties, early two thousands in the Mets. You can't take away what Carter did, and there's always going to be people who love Gary Carter. Yeah. I... And Piazza doesn't take away from that. I get that. And I know that Carter wasn't there as long, but Carter brought something. And I think Piazza. They they never won a they never won a series with it. But they went to the World Series. They went to the World Series. And the Yankees fucking trashed them. Listen, we're the Mets. (laughs) (laughs) But they were they were a good team. Yes. They were a good team back then, yeah. I mean Carter did not have a very long time there, and I loved Carter way before he became a became a Met. When he was an expo, I remember being a little kid and loving him. And when he went to the Mets, that was just—I I was originally an Expos fan, but then when he went to the Mets, that's when the well, the love weren't. came. Yes, I was. You were a, you were a fucking Expos fan yes, in 1983 when you were like two years 86, old. 86. I remember my parents putting me in front of the TV watching it. He wasn't an Expo in 86. 85. I was young. I was when did he young. get in the Mets in 85? I thought he came in the Mets in 85. 86 wasn't 85, his first 85, 86. 
That's when he was a Met? He tried trade in. So you remember when you were four years old watching I can TV. remember what I can remember exactly where I was. I can remember the carpet that was under my feet, and I can remember the, I the think big you're full bu- of shit. Do you want to make a bet? No, I don't want to make a bet. I got to okay. take a leak, though. You keep talking about your love with Gary Carter. All right. You, you have a bad problem with putting that cigar in I there. I really do. Keep talking. My thing is, I just, I love Carter. Always will. Great player. Always had the good demeanor. And to me, Piazza wasn't there. But um, getting back to David Wright, like I said, David Wright, congratulations on a stellar career. I wish that you didn't get hurt. You could have probably done way more without all the injuries, but I will hand it to you. Like I said, you definitely went way beyond what most people would do. If For the amount of shit that, went through, that you went through, the amount of surgeries, the amount of procedures, the amount of rehab time, to be able to come back and still fight just to have one game. And you don't see that a lot from players. Like, you'll you'll see guys that sit there and, you know, Ocho Cinco and uh, obviously other sports. Ocho Cinco, um, right now Des Bryant's sitting there trying to fight on. These guys have sat there and <coughs> hold on to that glimpse of it. David Wright kept fighting through, going through, and he's having his last game. And the one thing I will admit is, it was great to see that Jose Reyes was actually playing next to him. So, even though he got traded, I wasn't a big fan of the trade. Obviously, he wasn't doing good for his, you know, the last few years he was on the Mets at the original stint. Right. Got traded. But he did come back. And to see them two together, it it's a little bit of nostalgia. It's a little <laughs> bit of, you know, it, it again, it warms the cockles of my heart. Gotcha. All right. So, let's, uh, let's, okay. So let's move on. Um, so one one thing I kind of wanted to talk about, because we're kind of like, we're running a little short on time. Um, so there's this thing going around where you can now take a test, like a DNA test, to find out what your heritage is. Mm-hmm. And uh, a lot of people are doing it, and they, you know, because everyone has to be on social media, they post on social media, like, oh, I'm Yugoslavian and all that crap. And I kind of got to thinking, like, I've lived my, how old am I? 36 years. Yeah. Listen, oh, once you get past 35, you forget how old you are. You do. I keep, I, I, sometimes I think I'm 35. I don't, I, I, I got to like do the math with my fingers. Well, you're, and, I'll be 37 in a couple of months, but you're right, so right I'm, there. So I'm 37? You are 37. Okay, there we go. Uh, yeah. Thank I, God you know how old I am, because no, I don't I know. pay attention, Tom. Right, there we go. I pay attention. <laughs> so anyway, I've lived my whole life. Knowing, or believing, no, I'll say knowing, knowing that I am half Italian, Mm -hmm. and the other half is Irish and German. And I don't know what the percentage is, I don't know what's more or less, I don't care. I focus on the fact that I am half Italian because my mom is full Italian, and her parents are full Italian, and so on and so forth. You are, you, for some god, ungodly reason, you want to be Polish. I am Polish. You are Polish, and you are very proud of the fact that you're Polish. Yes, I even... Well, this is what's funny when you bring this up. Um, I actually branded myself with a tattoo of the Polish eagle on my leg. Well, we're trying to stay anonymous, Tom, and you just really just... Now everyone knows who to look for. Uh, hey, listen. You want to see some sexy legs, you come here and look at it. Might but have right. a little bit of a scar on the ankle now because of the broken bone, but, but above but, it... Okay, but, beautiful tattoo. But right, yeah, and it's it's very nice tattoo. But and you're very proud to be Polish. I'm Absolutely. very proud to be Italian. So this test, 
people take this test and they find out, like I said, they find out they're like Yugoslavian or Native American or Russian, like this little percentage. So I remember seeing that and I remember texting my sister and I said, do me a favor, do not ever fucking take these tests because I love my sister, but she's the type that would take the test and then tell me about it. So whatever she is, I am. So I said, do not take this test. I lived my whole life knowing that I am these three things. I don't want I don't want to find out like I'm like English or Spanish or something like that. Even if it's a small percentage that takes away from my, my Italian side. Don't and I know I'm Italian and it's always gonna show up Italian because everyone always thinks I'm Italian. Because well, you're like a hairy son of a bitch. I call it sexy. <laughs> but apples and oranges. Whatever. You're great cheese on your body. No, you can't. <laughs> so, so my question to you, Tom, is: Say you took this test, and it came back that you are not as Polish as you think you are. Would that devastate you? Yes, absolutely, hundred percent. Me too. I think if it came back that I was like ten percent Italian or something like that, I think it would just it would but rock you me to my soul. But you identify as Italian. Yes, and. Even if you have a sliver of it, like say if you were 99% Spaniard and 1% Italian, you would still consider yourself Italian. But, but it would yeah, be a lie. You're, yeah, but you're, you're still Italian. But no, technically, because I identify myself as what I am more of. Okay, so you, you go on the percentage. Yes, because, right. I, I mean, that's how you really should identify yourself. Well, I, I, listen, if my great-great-great-great-great-great-great-grandfather hooked up with a Polish whore and that's how I ended up being here, I would say, hey, listen, at least I'm a little bit Polish. That, So at least the the tattoo would not be, like, ridiculous. And like, I'm not saying you wouldn't be Polish. You definitely, you're, and you're right. I, I see where you're coming from. But to me, it's like I've always identified myself as that. If it came back where I'm anything less than that, it would destroy me. See, I, I, I would be devastated because I always identify as if someone asks, "Hey, where are you?" I'm like, "I'm Italian." Yeah, I'm Italian, and some other two yeah, other but, things but, that I don't really care. You about. You got to look at it this way: your mother obviously <laughs> has a very Italian last name. I'm assuming she does. Yes, so, or maiden name. Yeah, maiden name. And my mother has a very. It's twelve letters and it ends with ski. So right. there, there's. <laughs> It's not like I'm a little Irish boy you're running around here. No, I'm no. not a ginge with fucking fair skin. I mean, I'm a, I'm I'm as Polish as you could get. Um, okay. So I wouldn't be too concerned about that. But uh, yeah, it does it does bother me, and I actually have looked into it. And I went back about I was able to look on the internet, and I went back about five generations. And funny thing is, I am half Polish, and then I am German and Russian in there. But the German half is not from Germany. Well, technically it is. It's from Germany, but during, I think, uh, one of the queens of Russia, they, lo- they looked at the German people as being very technologically sound. So they invited people to go to the Volga River, Volga River area mm-hmm. to industrialize Russia. And my family actually, going back through all uh, the ancestry things moved from Germany to the Volga River area, lived there, worked for Russia as a German immigrant, per se, and then eventually came over to America. So I am, I have a little bit of Russian influence in me, but I'm, I'm as Northern Eastern European as you can get. Like, right. You, you throw, like, 
no one's sitting there going like, hey, listen, you have a little bit of like Portuguese in you. They, they ain't finding that in me. So I'm, I would have no problem taking the test just to see the percentage. Like, am I 60% Polish? Am I 20% German? Like, I would just like to know the percentage, but I am very confident in my, uh, my heritage that I am full Eastern Northern European. Okay. And, and, Okay, that's good. I'm I'm kind of the same boat because I think a lot of people when they first see me, they automatically assume I'm Italian. Would you I would say, say that, so? yeah. Okay. So or a my, stripper, or what? <laughs> a stripper. <laughs> I'm gonna take that as a compliment. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, but years ago, I went to go. Um, I picked a. Uh, I don't want to say his name. Uh, a friend of mine up, and. Uh, his grand, he lived with his, uh, you know, his mom and dad, and or mom and his stepdad, and the grandmother lived there. And I went inside, and uh, the grandmother was like, "What's your last name?" And I told her my last name. And for all these years, I thought my last name was German. And remember, we had our front, our German friend from high school, Das. Das. Yes. I remember telling him my that was name. not his true last name. Just no. so everyone knows, we called him Das. Because <laughs> <laughs> of Das boot. <laughs> God knows what happened to him. He's, he's just probably in, up. He, he might went be back a to new, Germany. He's in Ramstein right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably. So I remember telling him, I'm like, yeah, my my last name's German. It's, it's oh, I almost said it. And he goes, that doesn't sound like a German last name. He goes, I don't know any Germans with that last name. And I'm like, oh, you're, you're probably just dumb. So anyway, I went to this my friend's house, and uh, his grandmother asked my last name, and I told her my last name. And she goes, oh, that's a nice Irish last name. And I'm like, my last name's Irish. Like, wow, that kind of like blew me away a little bit because I was I always assumed it was German. I don't know why. I, I guess it just someone told me and. Well, I, I mean, your last it. name is Omic Sorley. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't look me up. <laughs> so, so and, and stuff like that. It kind of it just almost kind of. I want to say rock your world, but it definitely throws you to, uh, for a loop. Oh yeah, yeah, it definitely throw a curveball into your whole fucking like we have mentality. some we have some friends, and you can look at them and you can say, all right, that guy like Big Papa is he's Italian. He's Italian. Yep. Mister X, uh, he's a little Italian, a little Polish. Yeah. Uh, am I allowed to say that? I hope he doesn't get upset. Nah. Okay. He's a mutt. He's a, uh, and, and, and so on and so forth. So you can look at certain people and you can kind of guess what they are. I think I look very Stupid. Northern European. <laughs> hey, listen. If it, wasn't, if it wasn't for us, you guys would not have toilet paper. What? Yeah. Polak invented toilet paper. Uh, whatever. And we invented the uh, mapping of the stars. And Madame Curie. Like I said, I heard you, I heard you guys map the whole thing of the stars, and it was just all wrong. Mm-mm. <laughs> That's what I heard. I don't know how we knew how to get to the end of the earth when we fall off the edge. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, anyway, I'm just saying like that's something that would pretty much rock my world, and I'm just kind of curious if I'm just being weird about it, or if anyone else feels that same way. I think you kind of I I play would, the fence a little bit. No, I I it would rock it, it would. A million percent rock my world, but I know a hundred percent where I'm from. I mean, it's just okay. I, like I said, I, I went back, I looked, I, I found it. You know, cool. Where where we where I live right now is a very Polish German area. Yeah, all right. It, true. You know, like I, 
we came over on like the uh, Pulaski fucking the USS Pulaski, and this is where we ended up. All right. up drove up the Hudson and went up the fucking Walk Hill, and here we are. <laughs> All right, nice. <laughs> but uh, speaking and I'm of, fr- sh- and I'm from the Bronx, and the Bronx is mainly in the old at the time. Back year, many, many, many years ago, it was known as an Italian mm-hmm. area. So. I'm not saying I don't think I would be Italian. I'm just worried about what the percentage would be. Like, if it's I'm 25% Italian, I'm 25%, uh, you know, English or something, I think that would kind of, I would be like, no, like, that's, my whole life is a lie. That's how I feel. I I don't want the damn test done. But you love Italian food. You love, you know, the Godfather. (laughs) I don't love the Godfather. I'm just stereotyping you right now. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> Tony Soprano is your uncle. You, you. <laughs> well, listen. You, I, there's, there's some. T- all right. Anyway, <laughs> we won't go there. <laughs> we're gonna throw you that way. Like I said, I listen. I like fucking uh, pierogies and sauerkraut, so I'm good. Okay. But uh, again, throwing a curveball at you right now. We have a little bit of a uh, little bit of uh, again controversy going on with the uh, comic book world. And we just talked about this not too long ago with the DC Comics and I'm yes. a big comic book guy and uh, our good friend Big Papa who hopefully you'll meet one day yeah. <laughs> uh, is a big comic book guy and he always um, he lends me his comics to read after he's done reading them and I'll read them. And uh, Are any of the pages stuck together? No, no. Okay. No, no, no. So um, in the it's uh, new it's not the Batman main series, it's, DC has a separate line called the Black Diamond line. Okay. And the whole thing with the Black Diamond line is that it's more adult-oriented. Okay. So more graphic novel-y? Um, yeah, I guess you could say that. But more, still in a comic book? It would be like the HBO compared to like FX. Okay. Okay. And in... Some of the panels in this, I haven't read this yet because he hasn't let he hasn't lent it to me yet, but he he will because he's such a good guy. Um, they have an outline of Batman's peen <coughs> in the uh, in a few of the panels. You can say cock. Yeah, but peen sounds a lot funnier. All right, there you go. Okay, and uh, there it is. It's, it's there. so it's just and he a, is hung. It, it's just an outline. <laughs> It's like you can kind. Of, did you see it? No, I did not. It's you can. Oh, you could definitely tell it's it's there. Yeah, but I mean, you you look at Adam West when he wore like the spandex. I right. mean, obviously the the you know the tree and berries were in there. I mean, right. Is this something that's like right there? Mm. Yeah, it's there. Uh, um, is he is he a millionaire playboy because of this? I think it helps him a lot. I think what they really should have done is, you know, Batman slash Bruce Wayne is on a pedestal in terms of the DC world. I think if you really wanted to make him human, give him a small peen. Okay. Give him like a a three-incher, a a grower, not a shower. Yeah. You know, why does he have to have a big peen? <laughs> Are you serious? Like it's fucking Batman, all right? Batman is is a god to people. He's give got him money. something. Get humanize him. Give him yeah. a small peen. <laughs> <laughs> give him. You know what? Like this is Bruce Wayne. Yeah, he has a lot of money. Yeah, he's fucking Batman. But guess what? He's just like the normal guy where he is a grower, not a shower. All right. I mean, I can see... But they see, didn't. Uh, some perv at DC Comics decided, hey, let's make him have a big-ass schlong, and there he is. 
I would have much rather seen if uh, Mr. Freeze had, like, a big dong. Because think about the shrinkage on that factor. Like, to me, that would have been a way, way better thing to throw out there. Like, you have Mr. Freeze with, like, a fucking 12-inch fucking cock. You'd be like, wow, this is this, this guy is superhuman. I would have much rather have thrown that into the, uh, well, here's, the thing. Well, here's, this is, I'm going to explain this one. His body is probably so, so accustomed to being cold that shrinkage does not apply to him anymore. So he is not a George Costanza. No. Okay. No. He is not. He is not a George Costanza at all. Okay. There's a lot of peen talking. Yeah. Well, I mean, Joe is not wearing pants right now, but. No. <laughs> um, <laughs> speaking of peens. Um, <laughs> Let's. This is a great flow right into this right one. right into our dumbass yep. of the week. No, well, no, no, no. We, we got these guys. Um. <laughs> We all grew up and loved with them, and speaking of peens and possible uh, oh. the gay orientation into it, um, Bert and Ernie are gay. They are they mm. are a homosexual couple, apparently. No. No. I've heard this, too. According to one writer, he wrote them as homosexual. That's according to one writer. Okay. And this is... And we're going to go... This, is, this goes right back into comics... He did not. He didn't create Bert and Ernie. When I Sesame Street kind of rebuttaled this, and they said, "You know what? We created these two characters to show people, like, hey, you know what? There's Bert and Ernie are so different. Bert's always neat. Ernie's always messy. They're like the original odd couple." Yeah. We're showing everyone, like, well, one's hey, one's a top, one's a bottom. Well, don't go there. <laughs> We're showing you that. Just because they're they're different doesn't mean they can't be. They can still be friends and be as different as they are. They're roommates. Why does everyone have to be gay? Uh, yeah, I get that. Like, why? And I, I I saw what the guy said, and I kind of see his point. He's like, you know what? Like this is how I lived, and this is how I see them. Like I see them as like they're not roommates. Like they're together, but yet they slept in, t- in different beds. Right. I mean, like, what what couple sleeps in separate beds besides Lucy and Ricky? Uh, did the honeymooners ever sleep in separate beds? I don't remember. But I, they but, never showed their bed. But I don't know if they ever. I mean, nah, Ralph, Ralph, Ralph's a man's man. He's like you sleep uh, in the same bed as yeah, I am. Yeah, he's a man's man. That's, but anyway, he is. He is. So going back to Bert and Ernie, I I don't see. I feel like there's always this need to make characters gay, and. and I feel like you're do, you're putting something that's not there. You're forcing something that's not supposed to be. It, it was never orig- originally written that way, but this guy took his take on it and did it that way. So and that's I, I fine. See and that's yeah. fine. And that's how he saw it. And I think that's that, that's. It's not great. like they were blowing each other. No, but uh, it's it's they're friends. I don't think there's anything wrong with friends being roommates. Maybe no. when you're in their forties, it's a little. Yeah, weird, I mean, how but... old are they? I mean, I always they, saw Bert. Oh, you know what? You know, they Bert been, looks like he's in the twenties. Bert looks like he's at least fifty. Yeah, so maybe that's maybe, a little weird. Maybe they were. Maybe they were like twenties guys, and they one worked at a bar, and they brought home fucking other whore puppets, and they brought home an Elmo and a, yeah. a Grover, and yeah, who knows? I mean, the only thing that got me suspect <coughs> was when you know Ernie had that that little duck up his ass. But I mean, that's just me. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, I, I just don't really. 
there's nothing wrong with making. There's nothing wrong with with that lifestyle at all. No, but if a character is portrayed this way, I don't think saying, "Hey, you know what? I'm gonna put a spin on this one. I'm gonna, I'm gonna make them a couple." Well, that's the funny thing. They never ever specified like they went out on dates. They never, you know, they're like, friends. They're friends. I mean, do people think me and you are, are together? I hope not. I mean, we. I mean, we do say. I mean, well, maybe they do because we talk. We talk in jest. But is it jest? Is it? Maybe it's not. Maybe. Oh, <laughs> maybe we're the new Bert and Ernie. <laughs> I would be Ernie though. You'd be Bert. No, I'm. I'm Ernie. No, you're Bert. No, no, <laughs> you are Bert. <laughs> There's no way I'm fucking Bert. How the fuck are you Ernie? Because I don't give a fuck about anything. This guy didn't care. The shit was messy. You're you're more uh, studious. You think so? Make, yeah, well, you're a nerd. I mean... <laughs> Fuck off. See, see, you're so uptight. See, I just... I uh, am pretty uptight. There you go, see? I'm fucking Bert. <laughs> you, you're Bert. I like to think I'm Oscar the Grouch. Oh, no, no, no. no. If not. I had a character, I'd be, I'd be Eeyore. <laughs> <laughs> uh... We, you know, we should really, we should really, we should really pinpoint everyone, all of our friends in the specific characters. Uh, you know, what? that's that's definitely another episode. We could definitely go crazy with that one. Oh yeah, who would be Cookie Monster? I do have an appetite, but I don't like sweets. Who likes sweets out of our crew? I don't know. Like I said. I... That's just cool. just on the, the maybe another episode we'll kind of compare everybody. Yeah, yeah we, we need fun. to really break. We get a lot down. of backlash though. <laughs> <laughs> why am I? Why am I the count? <laughs> <laughs> I, I like I said. I just I find it silly that they do care. They do categorize them as that. I mean, if they are, listen. As long as they're happy. Let, let no, me... listen. If they are, and that's how Sesame Street intended them to be, then that's that's wonderful. But that's not how they intend. They intend them to be as friends that are different, but they can still be friends, just yes. like me and you. Yeah, we're very different. Yeah, but we're the same. Yeah, and we're friends, and we make it work. We do. Yeah. So, leaving on a good note, this is a very uplifting episode. Very good. Um, it may it may turn a little bit. Uh, a little bit bad, you know, if we're when we're doing our football picks or uh, talk about Zach Morris. Yeah, Zach Morris. But I, I think that right now we we kind of go right on it. You know, we're the we perfect do. odd couple. We are. So let's get into the dumbass because we're really running out of time. Let's talk about the dumbass of the week. Oh yeah, and there's a dumbass yeah. if there ever was one. Besides the one that you just mentioned last time about the guy who shot himself. Yeah. Um. So a guy down south. Of course, yeah. Has where, a, where else would he has be? Has a baby alligator, and you hear all, and these—they're all obviously drunk, and they're like, "Oh, make him bite your finger." This guy's holding a baby alligator. Mm-hmm. Baby alligator has his mouth open, so you hear one guy say, "Oh, make him bite your finger." Oh, make him bite your nose, or blah blah blah. And the guy's like, "I'm gonna make him bite my penis." And so, he, but the scary thing is, if you watch the video, he had like a cut in his pants where his penis was ready to go. So. Granted, it is the South. He may not have had a lot of money. He might have had a rip in his dick. Well, he probably, you know, he probably unzipped himself. No, no, no. He pulled it out of the, like... Well, and it wasn't his penis. It was his ball sack. Was it his ball sack? Because he, he probably 
said, hey, maybe my penis isn't a good idea, so I'll just do my ball sack where everything that functions comes out of there. So that seems like such a better idea. So he took his ball sack out, and the goddamn alligator bit down on it. Yeah. <laughs> and he screamed like <laughs> he a little bitch. Screamed. <laughs> he screamed. And you know what? He deserved it. Because you know, it's a fucking alligator. Yeah, congratulations to that that alligator for doing a good job. You you know what? You're a wild animal. You did your job. And right. you know what? I wish that he would have bit that guy's balls right off, because that guy should not procreate. I wish he would have fucking snapped those right off, right at the fucking, right near the shaft. Just severed those balls, because that guy should not be making babies. Agreed. Agreed. See, there we go. We agree. We always, we usually do agree. Yeah. I think for the most part. As long as I don't get fired up by certain people around here. Well, that happens. Yes. Yeah. Two weeks ago, again, sorry. But, um... Yeah, like you I were said, very, you were very aggressive a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I, uh, uh, certain shit just fucking uh, fires me up. Oh, that's life, pal. But, Remember the curveballs in life we talked about? Yeah, there we go. Time? Yeah. But, yeah, you know what? Fuck this guy. He should not be holding a, an alligator to begin with. And then the fact that you're going to fucking whip your balls out. You know what? You deserve to lose a testy. We, he does. And cheers to you, Mr. Southern Gentleman, who gets his nuts bit by an alligator. You are the dumbass of the week. Absolutely. Cheers. Congratulations on sex. Yes. <laughs> uh, follow us on Twitter, Bull in the Ring PC. Instagram, Bull Ring PC. Uh, rate and review us on iTunes. If you are a member of the Android community, uh, f- I guess follow us on Spotify and on Podbean. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, man. And like I said, you know, keep on listening on. Keep on listening. Yep. We're going to bring you good stuff. Yes. Every week. So, from all of us out here, to all of you out there, wherever you are. (laughs) I'm Joe. I'm Tom. Good night.